0: Hi, this is Carolina. This is Nicole. Join the conversation as we discuss life, love, health, and all the chisme in between. Welcome to a new episode of Different Accents.
1: Welcome back, people.
0: And this episode is very special. We're starting Mars. We're celebrating not only Nicole's birthday, oh, but, we're right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but we're celebrating Women's History Month. So this is a month of celebration. Viva, ladies. Viva.
1: Yes, yeah, salute.
0: Mm-hmm. So, Salud. Um, oh,
1: wait, Paloma, do you have your Paloma? Yes, yes. Okay.
0: Right here. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> So Nicole and all women. Yes, <laughs> right. <laughs> so this month in Different Access, we're going to be celebrating women. Each week, we're going to feature a new extraordinary woman. And in this episode, we have Marissa, who is the director of Group of Sales for Luxury Lifestyle.
1: Um, and um,
0: we'll be talking about how we rise above. Yes. so. Please help me welcome Marisa. Yay! Hey
2: Marisa, Marisa. welcome. <laughs> thank you for having me. Thank you, so thank for, you for joining here. us. <laughs> I, have, I don't have uh, my paloma, but I do have the um, uh, tequila añejo meat. So oh. cheers to you ladies. Cheers. cheers. Another cheers.
0: salute. Salute everybody. <laughs>
2: oh yeah,
1: that tastes good.
0: So Marisa, <laughs> let's start with your bio. Can you tell us your 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 story, you know, um, just a little bit about yourself?
2: Uh, yes, I, so I was born and raised in northwest Indiana in a small city called East Chicago, Indiana, uh, not far from Chicago. Grew up there. I went to um, the majority of my school, went to a Catholic school through high school. And I moved to Chicago when I turned 18 from college on. And I lived there most of my young adult life. And uh, I went into school school to study hospitality management. And um, I've been in that, working in that industry ever since. So I've gotten um, experience working in hotels, being a travel agent, working for the cruise line industry. And uh, currently I'm working for a luxury lifestyle hotel chain that's brand new company that's growing. So we're on our fifth property right now. And I'm here in Los Angeles, uh overseeing a hotel in West Hollywood. Oh,
1: but um,
2: awesome, thanks. But in between I've I've experienced living in different markets and different cities. From Chicago I moved to Miami. I lived in New York City and um Virginia Beach for a little bit. Oh, but nice. um now in in Los Angeles and I've been here for Almost, almost two years now. That's awesome. Sunny LA. That sounds good right about now, right? It's, I, you know, <laughs> I can't complain about the weather. It's been really, really nice. So yeah. do you miss the Chicago weather? Not during winter. No, not the winters. <laughs> Come on, Carolina.
1: <laughs> it was worth the try. I know. You're just, just trying, right? You're like, sometimes oh. I miss, you know, freezing to death. All right. Uh, so many, uh, you know, aside from the uh, typical like gender pay gaps and well, and uh, being a minority, which just adds to it, um, you know, women face challenges in that male dominant industry, right? Which can include uh, pervasive uh, stereotypes, higher stress levels, and anxiety for you know for women as well as like lack of mentoring and career development opportunities uh and you know all that those other issues and sexual harassment and things that just come with that and we all hear about in your Mm -hmm. position and just um rising above that what were some of your challenges as you were growing in your career
2: um well you know you you mentioned um salary and compensation and i think that's one of the challenges that i've had encountered in the past as I grew up into my career um, is is asking for my fair pay, not asking for more, Mm -hmm. just what my fair compensation should be. And, you know, one of the things that I've encountered in the beginning was being told how much I was getting paid and me being shy or afraid to ask because, you know, I didn't want them to think bad of me Mm -hmm. or think that Mm -hmm. I was being too pushy. So I would always give in and say, okay, or I would, then when I started to think I was ready to ask, I would ask with a question mark, you (laughs) know, like, do you think I can get a little bit more? Uh, Yeah. You know, and Mm -hmm. their answer is like, no. And you're like, okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But now it's, it's, you know, through your experience, not just in your career and age, but it's through who you've worked with and your mentors and learning through books or Googling, you know, how to yeah. ask for more money. It's with confidence. It's not asking it's saying, this is what I, this is what I can bring to the table and this is what I'm asking for. And this is what I see that's being paid in the market. And oh. I deserve that. And right. in their mind, they're like, yeah, you do. Know you my do. worth. Mm-hmm. Know mm-hmm. my
0: worth. Right. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. so you so, mentioned something about mentors who has made the biggest impact on your career or you just yourself
2: um well you know besides my my family of course I would say one woman that comes to mind is is um a really good friend of mine and Yolanda Vaya is actually an, my ex's mom That's <laughs> <awesome>. to this <laughs> to this day, we still talk and she actually FaceTimed me yesterday Mm -hmm. and we spoke for a few minutes, uh, you know, during the day, but she's one person that is of, uh, she's a, a strong Puerto Rican woman, you know, of tradition. Um, but yet she worked her way up in, in her career. And that always inspired me to see her working on, you know, in downtown on Michigan Avenue as a vice president you know working for a large company Mm -hmm. and it just it just always I always looked up to her because she carried the traditional right as Mm -hmm. a a Latina woman would and yet but had this strength and this um, empowerment of a, a strong career woman that's that's what I want. I want both, <laughs> right? right? Yeah. Um, because I, I take pride in who I am and my ethnicity and the traditions that I've learned, you know, growing up. And I, I want to carry that. And I still do to this day. But yet, I also want to... Embrace myself in this corporate America and learn and grow and and strive for more. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
1: So you know we we talk about facing those uh, male dominant industries and you having a ment a female mentor. How has it been for you in the industry? Because you're not just working with men. I mean you're working with women as well. Is it really uh, just a male perspective and and how it is, or how has it been working with both the male and female.
2: Uh, to be honest, I I want to say that it I've had challenges, more challenges working directly with women <laughs> than men. Yeah, you know they carry they carry themselves strong and you know head high, which I appreciate. But when you do get down to the nitty gritty and working with them, you you do see this dominance that takes over, and and it's how do I work through that? Yeah. Um, and it could be more dominating than. <laughs> Than a male um, at some points, and it could be you know how they you know maybe they think that that's what gets them to where they're at now. Right. Yeah. Once you
0: get to a certain point, you think it's more of we see each other as a threat instead of seeing each other as w- we can be a team together. If we support each other, we can overcome any obstacle. But instead of having that mentality, you think it's more of um, seeing you know, each other as a
2: threat? Um, I could see that. There was, I, I would say, I, I've worked with um with a woman in the past where I feel that that could have been the situation. But in others, you know, this other one was a little older than me. So maybe um she had to be more dominant to get to where she's at. Because I think right. it's those like expectations
1: and beliefs, right, about women's leadership skills. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. So, you
1: know. And,
2: I, and it, it could be the gen- the generation as well. Yeah. You have the older generation that had to really push and work hard and stand up to men. And you have the younger generation that is looking at maybe other women as a threat and not having to work hard to prove themselves Mm -hmm. in front of a male.
1: Right.
0: So, Marisa, um, so we have a list of questions for you. Some of them are about your career and some of them are, you know, for fun. So let's start with the fun one. Amongst family or friends, what are you known for?
2: I'm known for making really good margaritas. Nice. <laughs> <their new> <laughs> that's all. That's all
1: the fun. Your that's classic, why you Your a friend is a good margarita maker.
2: <laughs> you know, your classic margarita. I had a friend recently over um, President's Day weekend. She was having a uh, party in Miami. She she calls me just so that I can give her the exact ingredients on the margaritas and this isn't the first time i've had you know family or friends like text me like what is it that what's the ingredients and how much of each that i need i know it by heart but the secret to it is shaking it really well nice
0: <laughs> do you have to That's, shake it with music
2: yes that that makes it even better with the music
1: Yes. Yeah. what kind of music would you be shaking it to
2: um you know like latin pop or salsa oh, okay nice.
1: So what uh, have been some of your turning points in your life?
2: Um, Well, I have a couple that come to mind. Um, I would say, you know, in my early 30s, was going back to school, I had decided to, to go back and get my bachelor's. And, you know, I went to school up until my associate's degree. And then I went into, you know, work. And I thought that was it. But there was a point. In that time when I decided to go back to school is when I was applying for a, a senior sales manager position mm. and I didn't get it. Um, and I didn't get it because I was told that I didn't have enough experience and um, they went with someone that was a little bit more senior. Mm. And, you know, that didn't sit well with me. You know, that was like a jab to the heart. <laughs> but, you know, I just shook it off and said, well, what can I do to make myself better? And that was, you know what? I don't, I don't have my bachelor's degree. I never went back to finish it. I should do that. And that's what I did. I signed up for it. I still worked for the same company during the whole duration. I worked full time. Um, during the day, I went to night school, work, went to school full time. And I finished in less than 18 months um, my bachelor's. Yeah. That's and I, amazing. and I thought, you know what? I'm not paying for the education. I'm paying for confidence. were right. Mm-hmm. Um. It was because going back to school at that point in your, in your life, a lot of things that are being taught to you are so relatable now because you've experienced <laughs> it in your career. Right. So you're not learning it, but you're like, yes, you're relating to it. Yes. I know what that, and, it, and then I think you, you kind of embrace it a little bit more, yeah. you know, going back later. and Definitely.
1: I, I went to school later to, you know, as I, uh, I should say as an adult. And yeah, I totally understand what you're saying. Like you, you relate. And you and you feel confident, too, back in you being able to uh, to be in that position as an adult going back to school. I mean, that's just a lot already. That's why yes. right, ladies. You could do it at any time. Yes, age. you can.
0: My, my experience <laughs> yeah. with school is it, it took me a while, but I already had my kids. You know, working, going to school, and then managing the kids is a lot. Mm-hmm. So Mar- Marissa went back to school and did it. <laughs> Nicole went back to school and did it. I did it with my two kids. So if we can do it, you can do it. You too. can do
1: it too. <laughs>
0: yes, exactly.
2: And I would say another another turning point in my life is um, you know moving to New York. Uh, I was living in Miami at the time and I was dating someone long distance. Uh, he was in New York. I was in Miami. And after about nine months or so, it was like, one of us needs to make this move because these flights are so expensive. <laughs> and, um, you know, I raised my hand. I said, I'll move to New York because in my mind, I'm like, wow, I would love to work in that market. Nice. And I did. And and I think that was a turning point in my career because that's when my career really took off. Um, the four years that I worked in New York City, I I moved three times in my career and each was a higher Position, um, yeah, so it's a good move. So, what yes. part of New York were you at? Uh, I lived in Queens, oh, nice. and in Flushing, Queens, and um, I worked in mid. I worked in Manhattan for a little bit for a couple of years, and then Brooklyn for a couple oh, of years. Oh, some good spots. Nice. I love New York. New York,
0: Yankees! Yeah, I love it. I, I really, <laughs>
2: yes, I really. Um, it was a great experience. I really loved working there. You no, know, they say that. If you make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. That's right. Nice.
0: So from the three, you mentioned you lived in three big cities. So if you were to compare them, how would you describe each one of those cities? Like what's the pros and cons? Like how are the people, like even the market? Do you have to adjust your style as you move, you know, from one big city to the next?
1: Aside from your wardrobe, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Bikinis oh, you know, to jackets, <laughs> Right.
2: Well, you know, in Chicago was a good start because, you know, the school that I went to was was about uh, focused on business as well. So it taught you how to dress. And in Chicago it's very conservative. So you wore your your black suit, your blue, your navy suit or your gray suit. And so Sour. you know when I <laughs> when I moved to Miami, you know everyone's coming to work with vibrant okay. colors nice. and sheer sheer you know like very uh you know nice soft blouses mm-hmm. and, tropical. I'm like wow right tropical and yeah, very. And New York was a it was a combination. I think you know New York was dressed to impress mm, in a way fun you want to wear those those fancy you know now now it's like oh are those coach heels Mm -hmm. or those red bottoms exactly but i i want to look at it from a career standpoint is learning different markets um you know chicago is very corporate you know very uh city-wide driven as far as you had that city booked a lot of i work in the hospitality Mm -hmm. industry so that city Brought in a lot of citywide conventions, mm-hmm. so you would be if there was a big pharmaceutical convention, then you would have all of these companies coming into town, right during those during that period. And in New York, it was very you had all of the, the corporate headquarters there, you know, from financial to retail to fashion to consulting. So you had all of those travelers coming into the city on a day to day basis. Uh, Miami, similar. But um, more leisure, you had leisure coming in, you had um, leisure group and individual travelers coming in from South America and Mexico. And then during seasons, you had your leisure people coming as what they would call snowbirds coming down from New York, from Canada, uh, from up north. And so you worked, you learned that market and you learned those seasons. And L. A. It's very entertainment, and so you're you're working with production, you know, groups that are coming in to do a, a filming for either a commercial or a movie, you know, for retail, for fashion, for uh, a new movie or series that's coming out. So it's that's fun. Oh my God! Anything crazy? Um, Any like
1: uh, celebrities? Yeah,
2: celebrities. Anything fun happen? With you? We do. We Our hotel, for the hotel that I mm-hmm. work at, it's very, um, you know, you do get a lot of A-list celebrities that come through, whether it's staying or whether they're doing an interview mm-hmm. with with another company or a wardrobe fitting. Right. So who has been in? the funniest? one? <laughs>
0: Can you tell What's us? That? Are you allowed to tell us who has been like the Like the, best, right? the except, best, Yeah, the yes. best.
2: Or... <laughs> Well, I, I I really can't. Um, you know, they do we we're discretion gotta sound. <laughs> I was hoping <laughs> I had to give it a try. <laughs> but I've I've had Latin musicians stay at our hotel, nice. you know, stars, uh comedians, oh. very high end comedians stay at our property and Um, Has anybody slipped to a number? (laughs) (laughs) No, no. Any invitations?
0: I I know, right? That would be nice. So what has been like maybe, I mean, if you can share like the craziest requests, because I know celebrities sometimes get like pretty, like
2: picky. um,
1: Right. I want only the red jelly beans when I get there.
2: Or petal (laughs) roses. Yes. Yes. You have some that are very specific. We've. Um, you know, you'll have some that have um, they have a family assistant and a travel assistant and their family assistant will email you the list of um, what they need in their room from the brand of milk to Kleenex to how many phone chargers to wow. toothpaste, anything and. Um, so you do have somebody that's on property that will go and kind of be our runner and, and go get all of that and we'll make sure that we place it in the room for them when they arrive. Interesting. All that, all that fun stuff. Right. I sometimes I wonder. I'm like, I wonder how it would be to be the travel or the family assistant.
1: Right. Oh gosh. That's probably for even, them like, as just well. as
2: bad.
0: Yeah. So, now when you travel, do you have any special demands, Marisa? <laughs> now that you know how it is and you yeah. know how, what the standard
1: is. Yeah, what are your snobbish tendencies, like my husband <laughs> calls them?
2: Yeah. So, working for a luxury lifestyle hotel, I, I kind of. Um, I am kind of a little bougie when I am to <laughs> nice. yes. I would be, too. It's okay <laughs> to be bougie, women. <laughs> hey, hey, after
0: this podcast, I'm going to be bougie, too.
2: <laughs> I mean, I am a little picky now on where I want to stay because for me, it's more about the experience now, of not just course. a head and bed, Nice, you know.
0: What is it that you look for now? Give us some tips. What should we look for when we go and book a hotel? Uh,
2: Secret Location. Um, okay you know, if it, how it looks, mm-hmm. you want to, you want to, and what, what it has on property too. Right. Cause know, when you take soon. them mm. selfies, girl, when you're taking those selfies, you need some good, some good <laughs> backdrop, right? Exactly. You know, what does the hotel have? Does it have a nice rooftop to go to, oh. you know, um, that's popular, you know, the service, how does it look? And not just your typical, you know, in and out hotel box. It's again it's ex- it's the experience like what am i going to get out of it you know i don't right. want to just go to the hotel and just sleep there and leave i want to be able to enjoy it you yeah. know yeah how
1: many pools do you have like what's the menu look like exactly. the restaurant you know I mean? right? yeah the restaurant we were in Miami once and it was funny because they had you know, a few uh pools there you know they had like the family section of course the adult and there's nothing more exciting than seeing like a 70 year old woman go topless <laughs> <laughs> Like, you go, a, girl, in your pool, and it's like, is it I, like, I, is it oh. like a you go, girl, or you're like, and you know what? It's like, oh, oh you're like, go I, home, girl. I, I, yeah, like, girl gone, <laughs> girl gone home. Yeah, I don't know. It was like one of those. It was like those moments where you're like, oh my god, don't look, but then you're like, shit, do I look? Just because it's. It's just very unusual to see. <laughs> oh, you're like, like don't really? look yeah, to yeah, the right. Don't look, but just look really quick. Cause this is like you have to right. ch- see what the hell's going on over there, right?
2: It, you didn't it wasn't it wasn't a thought of I wish I could be her when I grew up. Like, oh no. no. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. Talk about confidence, girl. So with you being in an industry. And the experiences that you've had, what's your advice for somebody that just struggling there? It could be, you know, bullying in the workplace, you know, just being, you know, just an unfair setting, uh, any anything like that. Like what's your low advice? Co- low confidence yes. as well. like how do you stay strong and keep your head up?
2: You know, one of the things that we have, I think women more than men, is we we can be our, our own how do you say it worst critic critic yes yeah yep. and i would say don't second guess yourself or doubt yourself you know you have the answer right there on the tip of your tongue just say it and yeah. don't worry about what other people are going to think or what they're going to say you know those are some of the, the the things that i've gone through you know in my career is i i used to second guess and sometimes i still do you know mm-hmm. i and i have to check myself you're i'm constantly checking myself now more so than before, you know, right. like no, you got this. No, this is the right answer. No, this is the right strategy to make this what, what what we're talking about more successful. And when you say it with confidence, then they they go along with you. It could be wrong. It could be wrong after, but <laughs> at least we we tried, you yeah. know. And um that's one of the things that I've learned to speaking to other women mentors is one The difference between women and men is that we, 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 we talk with feeling, we talk with emotion Mm -hmm. and we, we second guess ourselves, you know, for that promotion, right? Mm -hmm. You have that promotion, you're up against a a male and you may think, oh, you know what? Maybe I'm not ready for it. Or I don't know this 100%.
1: Or they're going to pick him over me. Exactly.
2: But then you have this guy that doesn't know as much as you do, but he's going to fake it they make. Yep, yep. They know. How Ain't to, that's the truth? They know Damn, how man. to speak. Damn, They're man.
0: like, <laughs> you're like, give me the job.
2: Right. I am so male. I've been, I've been told that yeah. multiple yeah. times. You know, Marissa, just fake it till you make it. If you yeah. don't know, you will figure it out. Yeah. yeah.
0: And what I was reading is, if we read, let's say, a job posting. You know, it has all their qualifications. If we don't, if we don't meet each one of those, we might be discouraged, right? Thank Yes, I've been there. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
0: So Marissa, you mentioned, um, you know, mentors really help you in your career. So are you paying it back?
2: Um, yes, I, I am. Um, you know, I've had people reach out to me, um, uh, you know, and, and asking me questions, even if it's just going for another job and, what to ask for, or even if it's just to put in a good word for them, if I know that company. And, you know, I, one of the things that I, as you grow in your career, it's how do you give back? And, and I want to now teach people to be, to set themselves up for success, you know, as they move up in their career, you know, maybe not, they may not know the things that I didn't know either. But now they have somebody like me or someone else mm-hmm. that is willing to say, Hey, this is what you need to do now. Right. Yeah. You know, because I, you got, through, I went through that. Yeah. Right. Before I didn't have that in, in many, in many times, I didn't have somebody telling me, Hey, this is what you need to do now. You know, you figured it out or you went about it the long way. You know, I don't want people to go about it the long way. There's, there's enough room in this world for everyone to be successful.
1: Very true. Amen to that.
2: And it's just it's it needs more of those people to help one another. Oh, that's yeah. Awesome.
0: And we have to support each other, right? As we women, do. it's not like we don't support men. We also want men to be successful, but
1: but it's one this month we, is about women, man. Sorry. Yes. So we're <laughs> gonna focus on that. <laughs> so so Marisa, what would be the the title? What would we say? What's the title of the current chapter of your life?
2: Well, it's funny because people look at chapters. And I think I came to a certain point in my life where I'm like starting, I felt like I was starting a new book. Mm -hmm. And then it made me think, you know, I need to write a book about my life. And what would I call it? And I would call it change of change of address, Mm -hmm. uh, because I've moved so much, but come, you know, with moving comes different experiences in your life. I may I have made I may have literally physically moved to different cities. But in your own world, right, in your own bubble, you're still moving around. You're still learning mm-hmm. new things. Mm-hmm. You're still experiencing new new things, meeting new people. So I think change of address just goes, can, it doesn't have to apply to somebody that's also physically moved, but also managed to live through different things. So I, have
0: you started
2: writing your book? I love. No, it. Uh, I keep thinking about it. I need to sit. I don't know where so, to start, but I'm going to you know we're gonna hold you accountable now. yeah, you got this you got this Marissa <laughs> next
0: episode we want an update on your book.
2: <laughs> okay okay I, I'll hold I accept the challenge.
1: Oh yeah.
0: nice, nice. nice. so everybody that you're listening <laughs> we're gonna peer pressure Marisa. you got this Marisa. Change
1: of address by Marisa
0: Thank you. So Marissa. This is a famous question, right? Like, why would you tell your younger self?
2: I, you know, again, it's, it's, um, you know, we kind of touched on it a little bit in earlier mm-hmm. is do not second guess yourself, you know, do so not, go for uh, it, right? just go for it, just keep going. And you learn as you go and it's okay to, to, to fail. It's okay to, um, make mistakes because you could just pick yourself back up and keep moving. That's right. Mm -hmm. don't let nobody
1: hold you down that's what's about nobody to hold you down or hold you back from doing what you want to do exactly and some and
0: don't be your worst critic exactly
1: you mentioned something like that. and always make a always have a good recipe to make a good drink a good margarita
2: a good (laughs) paloma you know at the end of the day you need that ladies Ten years ago, I, had this, I, you know, I could have given this recipe ten years ago, and I, I would have been See? popular with the margaritas then.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we need to we need to post your recipe, Marissa. So we posted our famous Paloma recipe. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay.
0: Now, if you're willing to share, we can post Marissa's famous uh, margarita strawberry recipe.
2: margarita. You said no, just your classic margarita. Oh, classic margarita. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can
0: skip
1: the secret ingredient
2: if you like. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 <laughs>
1: And when you're in town uh, next time around, then we definitely got to have a drink together mm. and uh, talk about this book of yours.
0: Yep. Yeah. And where can we get it from? Is it going to be an Amazon? Or where is it going to be published? And all those details. Yes.
1: Yeah. So, so, Marisa, do you have a social platform? For those who may want to follow you or you know just looking for some um mentorship.
2: Oh, mm-hmm. well I'm I'm pretty simple these days with social media. I do have Facebook and, and Instagram, uh Snapchat, but I don't really I don't really I'm not really on it as much. Mm-hmm. Yes, but you know, one of the things I do post on my social media, more on Instagram, are my um are my hikes, my sunrise uh morning hikes that I take here in LA I'll look I'll, I'll look at the time the next morning you know on a weekend I'll go on a Saturday morning or Sunday morning I look at the time the night before and see when it, the sun is going to rise and I try to get there at least 30 minutes before and I and I walk up oh. so when I walk up mm-hmm. I'm or I'm there staring out into the into the oh. into the sky and seeing the sunrise you
0: can picture that it is probably beautiful yeah and some of your photos so, and they're really nice
2: thank you. so you You
0: bring up another good point. We didn't talk about your hobbies, Marisa. So what do you like to do for fun? Hmm. Now you're than hiking. In case you're in the LA area, hit her up. Are you partying with celebrities (laughs) these days? (laughs) No. Champagne.
2: (laughs) Um, You know, before COVID, the salsa scene was, is very big here in LA. Hmm. And uh, so I really, you know, took advantage of that when I first moved here and, and found out where all the places were to go every night and you would see the same dancers, which was nice. Oh, okay. It took me back to when I was um, in living in Chicago and the scene was very big and everyone danced, you know, on one, which was LA style. (laughs) And I never, never came out here to see it until, you know, two years ago when I moved here and it's, it, it's so, it was so, I don't know. It was amazing when I, when I got to dance with someone on the dance floor and we all, we danced the same and how I used to dance in Chicago. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's I'm like, I I'm back in it. So <laughs> That right. was one of the things that I did. I even, you know, signed up for dance lessons just to learn a little bit more, you know, um, freestyle movements, you know, okay. um, hand work and things. So that was one of my, my things that I was getting into. And then, you know, COVID hit. But what I can do now during this pandemic is is going hiking. And uh, nice. it's, That's awesome. it's nice to go up there in the morning and, and just sit there and, and you, you know, you start thinking, you know, to yourself eh, everything that you've accomplished, what do you want to accomplish, you know, your goals. And it's my time to kind of reflect and uh, speak on what I want to do, you know, in the future.
0: So I know something of Marisa, uh-huh. so I'm gonna share this secret, Marisa. Okay. So Marisa back in Chicago used to be in salsa dancing competitions. Oh. And she was on t- MTV or was it MTV <laughs> or Caliente? <laughs> I don't remember, but she was on TV oh, also what? for dancing.
2: Yep. It was on. It was Caliente. It was oh my Caliente.
1: gosh! If anyone
2: knows girl. that was, that was one of those um those shows okay. where they would go in different parts yes. of the, the U S and, and they would just record you dancing. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was, and they had, they were one summer in Chicago and I got to be on it and I was, and I, you know, I didn't think anything of it until <laughs> my, my tia in Texas calls my dad calls her dad and is like, Marisa's on TV. <laughs> she's dancing.
1: <laughs> she's, dancing. I, I, she's shaking her stuff on TV. Yeah, that's pretty cool. You mentioned um, being from East Chicago, here in Northwest Indiana. Do you stay close to anyone that's here when you um, come up this
2: way? Do you ever like say, "I want to go back," and you know? No, there's reconnect. a few that I still talk to, mm-hmm. you know, we'll touch base. And you know, I've um, it's been, I've had a few of them like come visit. Like if they go to if they're in Miami, I make a point. When I lived in Miami, I had a few that would visit and. I would make a point to see them and, you know, hang out and catch up. Um, So that, that was nice. And, and, you know, my friends are extended to Chicago too. So I lived in Chicago most of my young adult life from 18 on. And so I've, um, you know, gotten some really good friendships there and, and I still talk to them to this day too. That's
1: awesome. Very nice.
2: Well, there you have it. Celebrating
1: a woman history, uh, history mom. With you uh, as our first guest speaker has been great. Thank yes, you. Marisa,
0: a lot of awesome lessons, you know, for all of us. And I think it's important to see a role model, Marisa. Yes. So you know, sometimes we get so caught up in our lives that we don't, you know, look around us, and we think this is it. But then when we meet somebody like you. It's you inspire people, right? I just want to tell you, you're very inspiring. I like, feel more motivated. Um, you know, I'm reflecting on everything that I'm doing.
1: And how can I be that, you know, for people thinking like, how can I be in that position to mentor somebody and make an impact on somebody? So, and that's
2: the thing now it's I'm still learning, you know, the, the, you know, I, I Google a lot of things. I, you know, (laughs) looking up things and we know whether it's metaphorically or philosophy, anything like that, that just helps me learn and understand, um, you know, you, that's one thing that you have to continue doing is just learning. Yeah. Even if it's just the little pieces, grabbing little pieces here and there, it, it helps you move forward. Thank you for being with us tonight, Marieta. Yes,
1: It was a blast. Thank, Thank you so you. much. And hurry back so we could have that margarita. And I
0: hope next time we're reading your book, Marissa, with <laughs> advertising,
2: you know, your yes. very first book. I put it out there. Now I got to deliver. That's huh? right. Uh huh.
1: That's what you do. You got to throw it out there and, and, yes. and it, it comes to you. What are those like those boards? What are those? Help me out. Those boards. Like that billboards? No, not the billboards. You know how they say those inspirational boards that we all put together and. Oh,
2: oh, oh, oh. Um, come on, ladies. Oh, it's right. <laughs> like tip vision of my t- like scrapboard.
1: No, the vision <laughs> scrapboard, the vision board. I, I, you know, yes. you've done. I've done that being younger and not, you know, when it wasn't called a vision board. It's probably like the collage, right? A wish list type of things,
2: right? And mm-hmm. I
1: swear, I mean, they they do help. They do motivate you. They're inspiring. They help you to set the goals. And you could do it, ladies. So and
0: and for all the, the ladies that are listening,
1: so we're gonna hold
0: Mar- Marissa accountable for writing the book. Yes, but now we're holding all of you ladies accountable for supporting her.
1: And supporting so we're one buy another. Her yes, you gotta support yes. and, one another. And hunt oh. her down on her Instagram. We'll, we'll put it in the, we'll put it in our <laughs> oh. uh in the, in the details for you to hunt her down and push her to do it and let's motivate her and
2: help her I'm gonna, yeah I'm, I'm gonna get posts on facebook so how's that book coming along right
1: <laughs> cricket
0: <laughs> eta like when are you publishing
1: i'm unavailable at the moment please leave a message
2: <laughs> oh gosh Well, thank you. Thank you, ladies. This is, uh, this was amazing. Yeah, I feel honored that you guys asked me and and to kick off the month. Um, I'm very grateful. So thank you.
0: Thank you for your time. And I can't wait until we talk again.
1: And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And if you have any questions, leave a comment. And we'll have Marisa's information there as well. So you can follow her uh, on Instagram.
0: Cheers, ladies. It's been a blast. Salud. Salud.
1: Oh, yeah, that's good.